Welcome to Real Estate Unscripted, where each week we connect no-nonsense, let's-get-it-done realtors and lenders from across the country who want to grow our businesses and stay motivated with timely topics and experts in our field. I'm your host, Marjorie Adam. Let's get started. So today on the show, I'm so excited to have one of the owners and founders of Alcova Mortgage, Bobby Nicely. Hello, Bobby. How are you? Hello, Marjorie. Very excited to be here. We are so excited. So we are really going to take today in this podcast to introduce ourselves and share why we wanted to start this podcast, get you to learn a little bit about Bobby and their amazing company. And also we're going to share with you some strategies to work through this tougher market and how Bobby started Alcova Mortgage with his childhood friends. So Bobby, thank you so much for joining me on Real Estate Unscripted. Yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward to it. So let's get right into it. So I really want to hear, and I know everyone wants to hear how three childhood friends, you and Billy from the time you were eight years old have been friends, and then Rob in high school, how did you all get together and say, hey, let's start a mortgage company? Sure. Well, Billy and I actually have known each other since we were eight years old. So our dads coached us in a league football, and it was old school football too. It wasn't any of this new age, everybody gets trophy football. So it was old school, hard knock football. So anyway, we met Rob in high school. So the three of us went to college. They went to Virginia Tech. I went to Radford University. So we lived near each other, even though we didn't go to the exact same school. Billy and I actually roomed together. And then Rob would come over quite a bit. And that was during the era of the dot-com. You know, everybody remembers the late 90s, the buzz that was going on the internet and businesses were starting left and right. And so we kind of caught that fever and we were on watching CNBC all the time with the house. And so we started daydreaming about, we could start a business, we could do that. A little bit of naivete maybe, but we're like, we could do this. These guys aren't smarter than us. So we talked about which business we would start and that sort of thing. And we started talking about the internet and websites. We realized none of us knew how to do that. So we're like, yeah, that's probably not going to work. So we kind of looked into real estate. I read a book or something that said most millionaires came from real estate. So I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Uh, I like real estate. Real estate's tangible. You can see it, touch it, feel it. Makes sense. So all three of us graduated. I graduated a little bit earlier than they did. I went into the mortgage industry. Obviously, didn't start the company right out of college, but worked for a mortgage company, had success, and told those guys, I was like, hey, well, we're thinking about this real estate thing, and which, by the way, was mostly real estate investing. We should look at this mortgage the variable of entry is low and it fits right in with real estate. We can still invest. We can deal with investors. We can deal with real estate agents. And it makes a lot of sense. And we had bought a few properties and flipped those properties. It was about three years between college and starting Alcova. During that time, we use those funds to start Alcova. They quit their job first. They like to remind me of that. So they're engineers out doing their engineer things, got great stability. Their parents are like, what the heck are you doing? You're quitting an engineering job that we paid all this money for you to get this engineering degree at Virginia Tech, and you're going into the mortgage industry, which is nothing about. You guys are insane. So I had to sell their parents on that as well. Ah, sales skills. Uh, we, there you go. Yeah, they were going to be okay. We're, we weren't all going to be starving to death. So we started the company. We're 25 years old, and I like to say everything was perfect from then on today, but we all know that's not the way things work. We had a lot of challenges along the way. We've been very blessed where we are. And we learned a lot from our mistakes. We've made plenty of those along the way. So tell, where did the name Alcova come from? So we want a name that meant something to us. And again, the three of us know each other since we were kids and growing up in Allegheny County, Virginia, that's our county. We said, hey, let's get something, the letter A and something that means something to us. So we went with Alcova. Hence, nice. Allegheny County, Virginia, Alcova. I think that's great. 
I love that story. And I love that they were engineers too, because the the thought of engineers, right? So like jokingly as a realtor, you hear engineer and you're like, whoo, doggies, right? Because <laughs> very analytical, oh, right? Yeah. So that they quit they, first yeah. is amazing. Typically engineers are ones that want to read the entire yes. package. They're we a little know. bit different. They're not quite that bad, but yeah, they do bring a different perspective for sure. So you started obviously locally around Roanoke and how many states are you in right now? We're in 16 states now, a couple others pending. And we have our 65 branch offices from Maryland down to Florida and some states out in the Midwest that we're licensed in as well. And Texas is one of our newer states that we're excited about. So we look for good people first, more so than where to go, try to find the people first. And then we build the office around the people. So did you think in 2003, like, would you have dreamed that you would have 65 branches and be in 16 states now, or was your dream smaller? Honestly, we thought it was possible. It wasn't from an arrogance or, or it, it might've been some naivete from us, but we just were like, hey, let's go for it. Anything's possible. We really did believe that. I do think that maybe three years later after that, some of that optimism waned a little bit. And then definitely in 08 and 09, it was like, we just need to survive. That's what it changed to in 08 and 09. And so in the beginning, yeah, we thought it was possible. About five, six years later, we're like, we just hope we can stay in business. And then what we learned through that really helped us in the last 10 years or so really identify ourselves and realize that we want to be in this for a long haul. Because if we were in it for any other reason, we would have quit during that time period. Sure. I mean, believe me, I've been a realtor for 27 years. So I remember that time well, and we're going through something not quite the same, but similar now. So let's talk about that. Yep. So you guys have taken this here. You're in 16 states. You have 65 branches, right? And a lot of people think at this point, oh, you could kind of rest on your laurels, right? Not the case. So what keeps you motivated? So what makes you go to work? You're excited to go to work every day. What keeps you motivated is just the ability to serve others and to help them meet their goals, whether it's homeowners, who didn't think they could buy a house or someone buying their first investment property or our employees who are pushing past their limitations and maybe thought that they could only do a certain role or be a certain place. And now they see to that. We have folks that have been with us for the entire time that maybe started in a very low entry-level position or now are in leadership. And so it's those things that really drive me finding a way to do something better. So it's helping people because at some point, right, you think, what is it? I think too many people lose their motivation and drive and it's just, well, I got to go to work or I have to make this money or I have to keep this up. And so the growth of others, which is something I've seen with all of you and in my relationship, getting to know you guys and your loan officers and the three of you, that is definitely what I would say. You're really working to take care of the people that take care of you. And so I think that definitely sets you apart. So in speaking of that, so we've got to be motivated, right? And that's a basic thing, like we got to get to work. Let's talk about some things that help you if you're thriving through your day. What are some secrets you would share, like how you are motivated and organized throughout your day? I think it's important to have a routine. This is something, especially the last 10 years that I've been much more intentional about. So for me, with working out in the morning and doing some devotion, and I think it helps get you in the right mindset You've already accomplished something. You've had a workout. Even if you don't want to work out, that you push through that workout. And then the devotion helps get you into your right mindset. It gets you in a positive frame of mind so that you can tackle the day. Because sure as the world, something's going to hit you, you weren't expecting. Oh, no. So a positive start to the routine, right? I think, yes, the funny thing is you don't want to work out. There's never a time that I want to do it. I go to my trainers and there's always, I could do this, or I should be doing this, or why did I schedule this for now? And it takes about five minutes and you're like, oh yeah, this is why I'm doing it. So I think... People schedule it and then they make excuses for why they won't go to their workout. 
And I also think people don't schedule their day to prioritize themselves, right? So you have to put that time in. And I think it's how you start your day. And then I coach realtors and it's also like, how do they start their day? So the big shift for us too was, it's not just how I start my day, but we come in and we do smoothies. So we have our little smoothies in the morning and we often do our dance, which people think we're crazy, but we have the song of the day. We're out in the hallway, right? People think we've lost our minds. And what is it that we read? And we have our journals that we start in our today lists and what we're grateful for. And then we the workout, the physical headspace that you can attack the day keeps you a little bit more on track than those people that have no start. And then it's just the first thing that explodes takes them way off track. So I think that positive start, which I don't think enough people focus on. I think truly successful people do. I think people realize like that start and end to the day are so important for how the day is going to go. So I want to make sure we share that. So I think definitely people adding a workout, adding a reading, whether it's a book that you love, whether it's the Bible or whatever your faith is, whether it's meditation, whether it's yoga, something to get your mind right. For me, it's also the loud music I jam out to in the car that really kind of gets me started for my day, right? So I can remember the words from every song from the 70s. I can't remember what I ate yesterday. Sometimes you need some good Rocky music. Yeah. 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 Your theme song. Yeah. 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 You just got to crank some rocky music and get through it. That's right. Rocky music. Okay. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to send you some rocky music. Okay. (laughs) So as we know, we're all weathering a change. We'll call it a storm, right? So we're in a storm. So Mm -hmm. you figure what's funny with a storm. They say you're either heading into one, you're into one, you're coming out of one, right? So right now we're weathering a market change, we'll call it. How would you say you are pivoting or working through the market change? What is Alcova doing? What do you think that your lenders are doing? What's your kind of thought on that? Yeah. So I believe, of course, in any market, the ability to serve and add value is extremely important. But in a market like this, where Let's face it, the real estate industry is in a recession. I know we're talking a lot about is the overall economy in a recession, and that's debatable and and probably not quite there yet. But the real estate industry is in a recession. So people are in a negative mindset for the most part. And just about every day you hear something about layoffs, especially on the mortgage side, people are losing their jobs. There's the possibility if you're not careful of kind of drifting with your thoughts and not focusing on helping others. So it sounds very simplistic, help others, but I believe that we can focus in on what is going to add value to not only our borrowers, but our referral partners. What are things that we can do to help them be more successful, to help them weather the storm? And there's a lot of fears of borrowers. Is this the right time to buy? So any tool that we can give them, we've spent a lot of time looking at tools and information to help them make a good decision. We don't want to force them or coerce them into a decision. We want to make sure it's the right decision for them. So really doubling down on adding value and helping our customers, which we include our four partners in that and making sure that we're there for them, all the tools and the information that we get, we're doing it for the right reasons. We're presenting it to them to make their situation better, make their life better. Oh, absolutely. I think the optimism is key, right? So it's no one size fits all message. Everybody should sell. Everybody should buy has never been the case. There are absolutely people that should buy. And even someone that's in the industry, I would say, right? Like I was talking to one of your loan officers, my loan officer, which is Jonathan and saying, well, no one in their right mind would refi. And he said, well, that's crazy and went through different reasons. And I thought, gosh, I'm not an all or never person. And I still had that thought. So I think the optimism is really important. But 
the opportunities. Like I know you guys yes. focus. So right yeah. now, instead of all of us saying, oh, the sky is falling, what is the opportunity? What is my opportunity now as a realtor? How can I stand out? How can I develop? How can I build right. my skills? So like our team right. is big on our skill building and what classes can yep. we take and rebranding and all the systems that we didn't have time to rework or implement. This is what people need to be doing right now. It's what you need to learn. If you don't understand the market, if you don't understand why the economy is what it is, if you can't verbalize what you're seeing and not in the sky has fallen way, then you're not doing yourself any favors right now. Exactly. And, and that's another tactic is educating yourself. In order to be a good teacher or educator of others, you have to understand the concepts yourself. So investing in yourself, investing time. We have a little more time now. So there's really no excuse not to invest more in learning, understanding the markets we're in and the products we have and the ways we can serve our clients best. Yes. And leading into that. So right now, so you and I were talking, I have the fortunate ability that I get to come and speak with Alcova and really spend time with you all. I've spoken with you as well, done some recordings and some coaching and everything. So you said, let's start a podcast. So let's talk about why are we doing this now? Sure. A little over a year ago, we started a speaking series, We at Alcova, called the Alcova Speaker Series, where we had some of the top agents or loan officers in the country. Didn't have to be related to Alcova in any way. We just wanted to hear from the best and brightest out there. What are you doing? What's working in your market? What isn't working? And get a perspective. And I think... One thing that we saw from that is we're getting a lot of good information and we started this before the market turned, but that information became more and more valuable. And so we wanted to find a way to bring more value to our referral partners and really to the industry as a whole. And then secondly, there's a ton of noise in general in life, but in our industry, there's a ton of noise. There's a lot of clickbait. Real estate's going to plummet, get ready for the crash. Or on the other side, everything's rosy. And so there's a lot of misinformation on all sides. And we really just wanted to bring real unfiltered, unscripted information that is beneficial and you can take to the bank. We're not going to try to sell you a subscription. We're not trying to get you to join some group. We just want to give you information and we want to make your life as a realtor or as a loan officer better. Yes. And I think what's interesting is when you came up with this thought and we started talking about it, I thought, gosh, surely, surely in the world of podcasts, which has become more and more popular, there have to be so many lender realtor podcasts. There are none. And so interestingly, I think that first, we all have to acknowledge the symbiotic relationship we have. We don't Absolutely. succeed without each other, right? The lending world will not thrive without the real estate agents and, and vice versa. Like we work together. How do we work together better? So That's like right. you said, that was shocking to me because I thought, well, there's also a lot of podcasts, but how can there not be one to share for our industry? So I thought that was super exciting to be able to break into that. Absolutely. And when we work together better, the client is the winner. When the real estate agent and the lender have a better relationship and communicate more effectively with each other and understand each other. Yeah, I think there's a lot of misunderstandings about each other that hopefully we can unpack during this series and these podcasts. But the more we can relate and work together, the better the experience for the borrower. But also, I've done this for 27 years. So listeners know we will be interviewing top realtors from across the country. We will be interviewing top lenders from across the country, getting their tactics on things like what their best tactic is, how they stay so busy in this market or productive, let's yeah. call it, because busy is not great. Productive is better. But also... Yeah. We want to add value. Yes, we also want to add perspective, national perspective that the little microcosm that we're in is not necessarily the bigger picture. But also for my big goal, why I want to do this is I want to help the listeners succeed. Whoever listens, I want them to succeed. I want them to be able to take a tactic to start their day from you or whoever it may be from a lender or realtor and understand 
these tactics are the same. Like people need to open their ears. If a lender's talking, you can learn a lot and it doesn't matter real estate or lending. We do the same things. We form our teams the same way. We have to help our clients the same way. We both need systems. So I really want the people listening to go, okay, it doesn't matter. We're both in this industry together. We can help each other. I could coach a lender. I could coach a realtor. You could coach me all day long, right? I'm going to help you get an assistant because you really need one. And you're going to help me with so many things. So this is what I'm super excited about, that we're really going to be able to make a difference in lenders and realtors' lives. And we're not going to just blow smoke. We're going to give you tactics and motivation, right, as the market's changing. Yeah. So that being yeah, said, exactly. you're going to leave them with your favorite book. I want to know the book that you're going to recommend. So I want to do a book every time we end our podcasts. I want my guest's favorite book that the listener needs to go out and either download or go on Amazon and purchase. What's the book? Yeah, this is a must-have, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Jocko was a former Navy SEAL commander, but also when he was done with his duty and he did some training for the SEALs, he went into the secular world and started a leadership company. So now he trains leaders in companies all across the country. So he has unique perspective from both the battlefield and from leaders and being engaged with leaders in other industries. But it's an awesome book and really it'll challenge you to take ownership of your life. One of my favorite quotes in the book is there are no bad teams, just bad leaders. When you look in the mirror and you you say that, it puts a little extra accountability in your step. Oh, there's no doubt. Because we all want to say, oh, such a bad hire, right? What a problem, right? Oh, that client was awful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. what ownership do we take in the problem and how do we oh, fix it? Or let's blame the market, which oh, yeah. a lot of people are doing now. The market's tough, but let's not blame the market for all of our failures either. Yes. Well, perfect. It's on my list. As you and I talked about, we both read a lot of books. So I'm going to add it to my stack that I'll be reading. I'll order that today. I'll send you my book that I'm recommending you. And I just want to say, I can't believe it. This is the end of the episode, but Bobby, thank you so much first for picking me to work with you on this podcast. I will forever appreciate it. Plus, it's been wonderful knowing all three of you. I just have such great respect for you and your loan officers and your company and everyone that I know that works with you. And thank you for sharing your tips today. And as always, thanks for listening to Real Estate Unscripted. Yeah, thanks for all you do. And I'm really excited to kick this off and just be able to help a lot of people out there. And like you said, make a difference. I think that's the key word. We really want to make a difference here. And I have no doubt you're going to do that. Thank you, Bobby. Real Estate Unscripted is sponsored by Alcova Mortgage. Alcova is committed to simplifying the mortgage process. Check out the tools we offer to realtors and home buyers at alcova.com slash realtors. Alcova Mortgage, equal housing lender, NMLS ID number 40508, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Before we go, please show us some love by subscribing on your listening platform of choice and leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts and share us with your friends. Make sure you never miss a show and be sure to listen in next week. Until then, this is Marjorie Adam and don't forget to check out the show notes for a recap. This podcast was made possible by listeners like you. Thank you so much for your support.